I'm CJ Von Essen. I'm Alexa Zamora. And we will be watching every single comedy movie made in the year 2007. Oh seven. Oh seven. Hello, everybody. Welcome to every single comedy movie made in the year 2007. I'm your host, CJ Van Ness. I'm with my other fellow host, Alexa Moore, and we just watched Balls of Fury. It is a movie made in 2007. It's a, and it's a movie about ping pong. Ping pong it's a movie. sports comedy about ping pong. Sports comedy ping, ping pong. pong. Movie. Ping pong. Ping, ping pong. <laughs> ping pong. Ping pong. That's the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's the movie. It's the movie. Guys. Hey, everybody. I, as the movie started, I decided I was going to drink a bang energy oh yeah on an empty stomach <laughs> yeah. uh and halfway through the movie i it hit me because I'm, i want to clarify uh so i drink a lot of caffeine and i drink like at least one one to two cups of coffee a day bang energy is on a different level <laughs> yeah. a different it's level. a whole nother creature apparently it's a whole nother creature it's like you feel it's it's legal liquid cocaine in a little can and in mm. fun vaguely titled flavors like star blast and rainbow unicorn and they don't tell you what those are called because they're like street drug names anyway <laughs> anyway i drank one and then halfway through the movie i just got up and started pacing around my living room and then i uh, cj i gotta admit i missed about five minutes of the movie because at one point i looked over at my hedgehog's cage and i was like she needs a kiss and so i opened up my hedgehog's cage and then i started giving my hedgehog kisses because that's what she deserves and then i looked up and i was like oh fuck the movie so then i put her back and then i i danced around a little bit more and then my roommate came out and she's like are you okay and then i was like yeah i drank a bang energy and she's like it's almost midnight and i was like yeah i know Good i did it sleeping. i did it no, I probably will not, but I have to clean my hedgehog's cage after this and also probably cook something, so. Ooh, okay. Yeah, so, so I put some food in my stomach and hopefully I don't crash midway through this, but listeners, listeners. I feel fucking great. I feel good. I feel up. I feel ready to play some fucking ping pong. I'm so glad to hear that because we're going to play so some bad. sudden death ping pong. First one to oh, three no. gets to live. And a beautiful woman with a very long uh, dart gun will shoot a poisonous dart into the other's neck and kill them instantly. I guarantee you I'll be the one to uh, die first, as even though I have a ton of energy, I still do not have any hand-eye coordination. Alexa. I mean, uh, not to brag or anything, Alexa, but... Please tell me you're a really good ping-pong player. well, Well, ping pong goes by another name, yes? Uh, table tennis? Ooh, that's the one. And you're <laughs> actually on call with a former varsity tennis Shut player. Up. Oh, God. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. Listeners, this is the I'm, team that called you butter for some this, reason, right? Okay, yes, yes, you're right. <laughs> I, might have, I might have touched on this before, listeners, but yes, I was a varsity tennis player, and tennis is just bigger, more higher stakes ping pong, if you really think about it. 
So it's what? I was balls. I was on the varsity team only my senior year. So what? I was only on the team because my coach said I can make him laugh, and he specifically said that's the only reason I was put on the team. <laughs> I, I still got the letter. I still I you got still. the experience. Did you, did you have a jacket? No, because fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. A jacket is like $300, and he, come on. No way, really? Yeah, come on. Fuck, I always wanted a varsity jacket, but I didn't play any sports. And then they were like, let's get a varsity drama jacket. And I, could... I was like, can you imagine the nerdiness? Oh, no, 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 no. Alexa, I could have had a varsity jacket. jacket for tennis, for bowling, and for marching band. Imagine yeah, if I had like band, all three. Marching band did have a varsity jacket. Mm-hmm. Bowling, tennis, and marching band. That would have been pretty nerdy. I'm completely fine with not having a jacket. I don't need that I kind of want one. I'm a little sad. I'm going to go back to your high school and be like, hi, my name is CJ Von Osten. I <laughs> lost my varsity jacket. Can I get another I lost one? it. I lost it. I lost yeah. it. And also, I'm I'm 23. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. You're 23, right? Uh, Yeah, soon to be 24. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. But math is hard, and I forgot how old I was for a second. No, it happens. We want to talk about the movie? We watched Balls of Fury. Oh my god, I forgot we were talking about the movie. So, listener, I'll take take the reins right here. Balls of Fury is a a ping pong sports comedy movie made in the year of our Lord and Savior, 2007. Oh my god, what a twist. So, this movie, (laughs) listeners, if you have (laughs) been keeping up to date with the past episodes we've done perfectly describe this movie it's a combination of three separate movies we have recorded about in the past balls of fury is one part blades of glory one part big stan and mm-hmm. one part codenamed the cleaner yes all rolled it really into hits one. the nail on the head that is balls of fury yeah no that's really all the movie is it's a partial like training movie sports comedy inexplicable kung fu movie um with a little bit of spy in it i think uh right off the back my my opinion of this movie is bad or like i think this is a bad movie i think it had some good jokes every now and then but yes on a large scale not good uh problematic definitely not and kind of lazy writing problematic lazy writing i have to say Say it if you from, have to. From the from from the description on the poster, I was like, "This is going to be an incredibly racist movie," and it was pretty racist, but not as racist as I thought it would be. I was expecting Big Stan's level of racism. Every, so every Asian character in the movie was such a caricature of like the Asian stereotype, whether in yes. American Asian or in Asian, like in you know Central Asia themselves. Yes, the all, um, the majority of the cast was Chinese. Mm-hmm. They were playing Chinese characters, and a lot of them were just playing a lot of, yeah, caricatures of Chinese people. And also, Christopher Walken's outfits were definitely like a lot of it was a lot of Chinese appropriation, and some of them were a little bit more vague. And they made a joke where they were like, "Does he still wear his?" elton john outfits and i was like yeah that is a kind of an elton john outfit but some of the other ones i was like oh this is just a straight up yeah american version of like some chinese cultural clothing <laughs> so folks this movie begins much like blades of glory with a promo reel 
of of this pro kid American ping pong player back in the '88 Olympics. He's competing against this East German uh, fellow. Wolfstag. Yes, and the the boy gets his ass beat into him in one single serve. He gets knocked out and disqualified. Made a laughing stock. This kid. Then, you know, fast forward in time, he's a 30-year-old washed-out man who's doing, like, silly ping-pong shows on the Vegas Strip. What the fuck was that? <laughs> that right there, that's very Blades of Glory. That's very, yeah. like, how, how Napoleon died by ended up on the Anai show. Yes. Yeah. It's very, um, it also is very important to point out that the main character, Ping-Pong Man's father bet money on him winning with the triad which as if you remember <laughs> from rush is, hour three from rush hour three is a chinese gang that i thought was made up for rush no hour no three. no for some reason 2007 <laughs> really wants the triad to be really, enemy number really, one yeah really didn't like the triads in 2007 so uh he made a bet with the triads that his son was going to win and then his son lost so then the triads killed him and so now randy wants revenge on the triads for killing his father but the way he goes about this or kind of revenge the opportunity of revenge comes to him in the form of george lopez yes George Lopez, who is a mailed-in character of an FBI worker. Yeah, Such a passive take, very boring, like, very very subtle punchlines with the man. He convinces Randy to join him on a secret mission to get inside this lucrative, intense underground ping-pong tournament that none other than... The, the leader of this group of the triads, Feng, who is the Feng. same person who killed his father, is. Yes. So that's how our, our main character gets involved in this, you know, secret agent snafu. But yes. first, he needs to train. Because yeah, he's he tried. Super out of practice. He's out of practice. He was only doing, like, like, cheap tricks. He needs to train. And this is where the movie starts to act like Big Stan. Because. He goes to train. George Lopez finds him the best ping pong master there is. And it's in Chinatown, California. And it is a blind old Chinese man named Wong. And Wong. Plays by, played by um, legendary actor James Hong. Yes. Good for him. And this is so, so similar to the, the master from Big Stan. Where, they even called him the master. Yeah. Where it's a, uh, it's like montages of you know training, but it's ridiculous training. And at the end of the the montage, suddenly, you know, all this ridiculous stuff pays off, and the man's a master. Like the the man's Randy is just incredible again. He is. And this is also where we get to meet the love interest. Oh my god, this was so fucking stupid. Alexa, take Her it, take is... it away. Her name is Maggie, and she is James Hong's niece because james hong um his brother went to go fight fang in ping pong and fang killed him so now i guess he's raising his his brother's daughter and she is also amazing at ping pong but not only is she amazing at ping pong she's also super amazing 
at Kung Fu for some reason. Mm -hmm. And so, and so she is the one who is doing most of Randy's training. Um, And she hates him because he's an outsider and they're not supposed to be training outsiders. And also because she is viewed as a sex object to every single man that comes into the ping pong school, I guess you would call it. Um, And so she hates him because he tries to flirt with her. And then... All of a sudden... All of a sudden, in a new scene, she's like crushing on him and kissing his cheek and giving him her father's old ping pong paddle. It's such like um, a, uh, a a break from... What's it called when something takes you out of the film? Uh, dude, my brain I is know. working I'm, I'm too bra- fast. I'm blanking on the word. It ta- working too fast. What I'm trying to say, it takes you out of it the It takes film. you out. It takes you out because that's such clear, like, character, like, snafu and, like, turned on heel, making it so it's yes. not real. Mm-hmm. Also, we gotta, it, like, just thinking about the situation at hand begs the question, why didn't FBI George Lopez just use the the Ma- maggie as the secret she was operative. amazing why did she, she a- have to train someone else if she could do the job she was supernaturally gifted and she knew kung fu yeah so i don't i don't <laughs> yeah. see why she wasn't the better option especially because george lopez already knew about this teacher wong and so i'm assuming already knew about the niece too so why why? It's because she is a woman oh, or right. because she is Asian. Honestly, maybe a little of both. Maybe a little bit of both. I didn't appreciate that. And honestly, like all they had to do was just have like one line that was like Wong being like, oh, sh- I don't I don't want my the same thing that happened to my brother happening to my niece. Like, that's why I won't allow her to go or something like that. Like, and then I would have been like, oh, OK, yeah, I get it. Yeah. But no, they were just like, here's this incredibly amazing person that could probably do the job ten times better. She has to train this bumbling oaf. I, I, I'm getting very much... Uh, I, I'm like connecting this movie in my head to all the other movies we've we've done in the past in different ways. Like I'm just looking at this film and it's, it's giving me the same feeling as I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry where I feel <sighs> like this, this, this topic, this... this you know plot has potential and that give put it in the right hands it could be fixed and made into something that's not you know offensive that's and out of date off- out of touch and just not funny with actually oh no character growth and arc it did not age particularly well no it was the main character himself didn't really have much of a personality which is so funny because like they were like he likes death leopard and he is kind of awkward and he's good at ping pong and like that's it i don't know the man's like i don't know any anything about his personality he could have been played by anybody when i was reading reviews someone called him a uh, a bad jack black impersonator i was gonna say and that was really he's like on. a He's like a knockoff Jack Black to the point where at one point in the movie, towards like the climax of the movie, he starts like air playing air guitar in the same way that like Jack Black does. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is a role for Jack Black that they either he either turned down or 
they got this guy and was like, we want you to be Jack Black. Yeah. You know what he reminded me of? He's like a precursor to Josh Gad. Oh, yeah. I could totally see that. Well, it's funny because he actually, just like Josh Gad, he also started on started on Broadway, and he also won a Tony for like best featured actor. Yeah, in the in the Putnam Spelling Bee on Broadway. Oh my god! And then he like started doing like more t- movies and comedy and stuff. And I was like, wow, he he truly is like Josh Gad before Josh Gad. Damn. And he's got the same like vibe to him as well. I, yeah, yeah. I yeah. was very yeah, and he's now he's in um. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, which aren't good movies, but he actually plays like a really cute character in it. Okay, you know what? Highly to recommend. On them. Speaking of characters, I think that this movie does have like a, a star-studded cast in regards to like yeah. cameos and side characters. It was littered yeah. with great people. Littered with so many cameos, like Terry Crews is in mm-hmm. it. I don't think Terry Crews says one fucking word in this movie. Like, I think he just walks he around. He grunts and a lot. He does make a lot of grunts noise. grunts a lot. He makes a lot of grunting noises. I don't think he said, oh, oh, oh. I think at one point he says, like, blow it up your ass. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's it. And then he just grunts a lot. And, I mean, it's not a, ter- it's not a Terry Crews role without him moving his boobies. Patton Oswalt's in it for a bit. Patton Oswalt? What a shock. Every time I see him, it's just so shocking how small of a man he is. <laughs> because on his own, you're like, that's Pat Oswalt. And then you see him like uh, like against other people and you're like, oh, he's a he has a short, short and small man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, and he, he his cameo was the the man to beat the main character, Randy, in the very beginning. The to hammer. prove that he needed to train more. And he just played like an he, awkward like loser ping pong player and he did it well yeah and he did a good job and it was i don't know i was like so weird that pat Oswalt was in the movie for a total of about 45 seconds yeah. and i was like okay bye Patton. thank you for being here and gracing our president i don't remember the name of the german man but he's from reno 911 and a few others thomas stuff. lennon thomas yes sorry yes he's also the co-writer and co-producer of this movie of this movie. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I have so many good fun facts. My wow. And then yes. my favorite one. My favorite cameo here. Yes. It has to be Deirdrick. Deirdrick! Oh, dude, I'm so glad that you picked up on that because I was like, oh, I know him. He was the best. He was, his character was so funny to me. I have to say, I think he was my favorite character. Yeah. Derek. His name was I, De- I, I couldn't remember his name. So, folks. His name was Derek. One, two, skip a few. Uh, main character Randy, along with George Lopez, FBI, and Master Master Wong. They're all in um, undisclosed Asian place underground ping pong tournament. And it's pretty much sudden death. You lose, you die. And it's the best of the best yes. around the world. They're staying there for multiple nights, and on the first night, they're all in different rooms. Uh, Randy is forced to choose between a a group of sexual, they said it, slaves. Yes. Which, at first, uh, I was, like, really hesitant on where they're going with this. Yes. But they brought it back around was... at the end of this scene. Yeah, so... Uh... 
the lady with the giant blow dart gun is like, um, what's that fancy word for for sex slaves? Escort? Concubines. Concubines. Yes. So she's like, um, Mr. Fang has chosen the best concubines for you. And Randy's like, oh, sex slaves? Okay, maybe. No, maybe. No, maybe. You know what? No, I'm going to pass. And she's like, he insists they're the best from all over the world. And then he's li- and Randy's like, oh, okay, whatever. I guess I'll have sex with a sex slave. And then a bunch of these muscular dudes walk in and they're like hey what's up and they're like a bunch of frat boys essentially people in 2021 would call them himbos maybe himbos that's even a better word they're a bunch of himbos and then all the himbos walk in and then we have some homophobic jokes like no no how would how why why would i want dudes can you not see that i am a man that wants ladies but then uh she's like you literally have to take one and i'm gonna pick one for you so she goes Derek (laughs) Diedrich Baker is like yeah she's like you good and he's like yeah and then um (laughs) Brandy and Diedrich Baker who plays Derek uh Brandy's like oh dude like I'm really not into this like you can leave and Derek's like oh he'll kill me if I leave um so do you want to like play board games and they do and they play boggle throughout the night and become bffs i mean that that right there that turned that scene around because that it could have been it started off rocky and not not knowing where it was going to go it could have gone so much far south could have gone so south but ending it ending it on them playing boggle all night and becoming like buddies on a sleepover it was so good yeah and and i wish no no you go I was going to say, I just wish in the rest of the movie we didn't have to continue on with, like, the homophobic jokes of, like, oh, dude, what what, yeah. what are you doing? Why do you why do you got to touch me? But, like, at the same time, like, I wish they just kind of kept up with the, like, oh, they're all such good friends Yeah, like now. the, the bonding BFFs. aspect of it. I thought that was very sweet. The cherry on top of, of Derek as a character was, Derek. now this is more end of the movie. It's, like, climax, the place is going to explode. They're all getting out of there. Randy goes back with an Uzi to go save the group of men sex slaves. The himbos. The himbos. They're all so happy about it. And and they're all going to leave. And Derek's like, wait, wait, no. And he runs off to go save a panda that was mentioned on earlier <laughs> in the movie. Yeah. And when it was mentioned earlier in the movie, we didn't know if it was dead or not because... Christopher Walken made, like, a side comment about it. And so all we see yes. is Derek run off screen, and then a couple seconds later running back, going, nope, he was, he's dead. And <laughs> just <laughs> bolting. And the the timing of that, that one actually made me chuckle. Like, that one was like, Dude. all right, all right. The movie got me there. Absolutely. What a delight, Deidre. He Baker. is. He's such what a delight. A delight. <laughs> he was such a delight in this movie. His voice is amazing, so too. Excited. Like, I... Yes. He's like, when he talks like oh. this. Yeah. That's my bad Diedrich Baker impression. It is bad, I will say. It is a bad impression. Thank you. But I'm glad that you owned up to it. Thank and you. I didn't have to Thank pretend you. that it was bad or good. Every impression that I do is bad. Wait a minute. I'm not an impression. Wait, hold on now. Wait a minute, Alexa. I don't know if that's what? true. Why? I think you can do a Christopher Walken impersonation. 
I think I think the people demand to listen to it right here, right now. Why do I feel like in our hairspray episode I tried to do one and it also went very poorly? No matter what, I need to hear it right here. Come on. When he's like, oh, we, (laughs) oh, we gotta, we gotta play the ping pong. (laughs) Randy, you're my best friend. It's kind of like I really like the way Christopher Walken talks and does anything because it's like every new word in his sentence is a surprise, even to it's, him. Yeah, it's like very plosive. You never know yes. how he's going to put the emphasis. Oh my gosh! And sometimes he's whispering, and sometimes he'll just yell, or he'll put emphasis on like the wrong part of a sentence. It's great. I love going on every journey with him when he speaks. I thought Christopher Walken, even though I didn't like his character design, I thought that he had probably the best time doing this this film. I would say so. And you know what? I loved him for it. Yeah. He he owned it, you know? He did. He, from the moment he came on screen, he's like, I'm Fang, baby. Look at my crazy outfits. And I'm a Looney Tune. And I'm like, yeah, you are, Chris. Yeah, <laughs> Chris. I don't know why, but you got him. Chris really was jarring. I don't like picturing him as a Chris. The walking there. <laughs> love it. I love it. I love that he, even with his weird wig that was also kind of weirdly Chinese appropriation, they still gave him that Elvis volume yeah. that he craved. Oh, yeah, totally. I loved it. Loved that. Man seems like he's having a good time no matter what he's doing, and I'd lo- I, I would love to be in that state of mind all the time. So, we're towards the end of the movie. I'm going to reel back just a little bit. Uh, Randy has been chopping away at the competition, begrudgingly beating them, and then these all-star ping pong players are being killed. And it's finally yeah. down to him... And the German man, I can't remember his name. Oh God, I just I, said I it know, before. I know it's okay. It's okay. Wolf Schnauzer. Yep, that's, not that's it. it. That's the one. Perfect. <laughs> Him and Wolf Schnauzer are now the only two remaining, and it is a rematch back from the 1988 Olympics. Our man Randy's freaking out. Wolf Schnauzer's getting in his face, being his old Reno 911 self, and they're going to compete. And some weird shenaniganery happens where George Lopez accidentally on purpose like breaks Randy's arm. Why did he do that? Have, Why did he do that? Did I miss something? No, I don't think so. I was trying to understand too because Randy wanted to get out. He wanted the FBI to come yes. because they had proof about, you know, the the illicit things that were happening there. And so I I think George Lopez in order to get them out, was going to have him pretend that his arm is breaking, but rather to pretend just break the arm. I don't know. Yeah, because I was like, did I miss something? Does it he didn't, think it that didn't like, really Randy's going to turn on him? Because cause Christopher Walken takes him aside after being impressed with his like one match, and he's like, Randy, I really like you. I'm going to take you on a tour of our... Of our facilities. <laughs> and then he shows him that he's actually like smuggling guns, and he's making... Guns made out of, um, I can't think of the material right now, but they're basically like plastic. Yeah. So they won't be, uh, they won't be caught by metal detectors. Um, so he's like, this is, you know, my business plan, whatever. And then he shows him the digs and then he shows him his personalized ping pong table that you have to play with a metal suit that shocks you. Um, confusion. Um, but then 
he's like, I want you to join my team. And I, again, Christopher Walken just being so weird. He's just so, like, casual about it. He's like, I just think triads would be a great, a great fit for you. I just feel like you'd really like it. And they'd really like you. I'm starting to think that my Christopher Walken impression sounds a little bit like, um, uh, uh, John Travolta in Greece when he's like Sandy I love you what am I doing Sandy oh, anyway oh but now just just take one second close your eyes and picture Christopher Walken playing John Travolta's character playing Danny so creepy I would I would, I would love to see Sandy Christopher Walken see I, uh, I said I love you Sandy I love you Sandy so it's the final match and and so, randy yeah randy the, the ruse does not work for randy and george lopez even though he has a broken arm their gig is up and and christopher walken knows that they're the like fbi people right and yeah. they're being forced to play still he's getting down in the dumps but master wong is able to really pull him up there yeah his paddle was broken but it wasn't the paddle that made him the player it was him it was all inside him. him you know all inside of him so he's getting ready very cliche this is where he has the, the jack black death leopard uh moment where he's lip singing to the song all of a sudden yeah he like plays a stereo pow! and he's like dancing christopher walken shoots the stereo and goes uh not quite uh uh See, my impression's even worse than yours. Terrible! We're just they, terrible! Uh, um, and there's one more surprise. Out from the corridor is Maggie. Yes. Christopher Walken has somehow kidnapped her and ha- now wants Randy to fight, or to fight, to, to play against her to the death. So one of them has to die. And he's like, I thought it would make things a little bit more interesting. Which, of course, just, you know, simplifies so many things that could have happened to lead up to that point. How do they get the kung fu master, like, Maggie? And how do they do it in such a quick time when it took so long to get there? I want to stress that there's no reason that there's kung fu in this movie. Like, there's no reason for that. It's just, like, an added layer of more things. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why was there kung fu in this movie? And so Maggie and Randy are forced to play against each other. Best of or first to three lives. And begrudgingly, Randy serves and Maggie just stands there and lets the ball bounce off. One point to Randy. And he's like, yeah. what are you doing? Come on. You got to you got to play. Come on. And she's refusing. And so he does mm-hmm. a callback to the beginning of the movie where we see that he is a washed up person on the vegas strip and at the end of his set he kind of gets a quote-unquote volunteer from the audience and he just starts handing ping pongs ping ping pong he balls starts off ping pongs yeah off the person yeah and, and then the person has a heart attack and dies. Well, yeah yeah uh but yeah. in this case maggie doesn't die because he's protecting her inadvertently by slamming these ping pong balls at her so they bounce back at him and yes. she got a point so now she technically gets the point. So now it's one one. Here's the thing though: the next serve, he's still doing it. He hits it off of her, and then, for some reason, he's still hitting the ball after that. 
and he's continuously in the same volley hitting the ball and continuously hitting Maggie, who is then getting it back on the table, when at any point he could have just stopped, let it bounce yeah, off, and she point. would have gotten another point. That's a really good point. I don't know why he continuously kept bouncing That really bugged her. me. That was weird. I didn't even notice that. And, like, she's doing, like, kung fu defense moves and flips trying to get out of the way, and he just keeps hitting it off of her. Like, was that a flex? I don't know. It was, was it buying time? Because right I didn't think it was even buying time. Yeah, buying time for what? They didn't really have any time to buy. At this point, I spaced out. I'm not going to lie. I don't remember how we got to the next point. <laughs> so uh, what happens from there? The FBI show up because George Lopez had a second, you know, secret device that he smuggled up his tushy because, of course, he'd be up the tushy. Yes, we've had we had many jokes about tushies and nuts. Yeah, it was one of those. A movies. lot of ball. Randy took a lot of nuts, nut kick damage, and just like ball kicking damage. And I know it's called balls of fury or whatever, but like, damn, dude! Yeah, like every extent. other scene, he was getting injured down there. I felt very bad for it's him. It's on par with uh, Master Wong just having nothing but like blind jokes towards him. Oh my god, not like it got to a certain jokes. point where it's like okay. Yeah. This is offensive now. I mean, like, <laughs> sure. Okay. So, FBI finally arrives, and all hell breaks loose within this uh, underground ping pong tournament. People are leaving, and uh, this is when they're trying to get out. Randy goes back, gets the uh, group of men with Derek, and they get caught. But... Randy makes a deal with Christopher Walken to have one final match, just the two of them, to see who is the better student of Master Wong. And sure enough, that works, and they start doing it. But while it's happening, a device gets knocked out of one of the henchmen's hands, and it turns on the fucking bomb. The self-destruct button. It turns off, it, it it hits the self-destruct button because Christopher Walken is like, this is my backup plan if things go south. I don't want it to go south because this is a beautiful place and I love it here. But I will press the button if I gotta press the button. So the button get, gets pressed. So easily. And now an alarm is going off that the place is going to self-destruct. Did it give a time limit? I don't think so. As to when it was going to do- Yeah, it was just like, this is a self-destruct button. And then they had, like, a ten-minute action sequence. I was like, is it really going to give you all that time before it self-destructs? Yeah, at that point, like, what's the purpose? What's the point? But this gives plenty of time for Randy and Christopher Walken to have an intense ping-pong fight that takes place not only on the table but off because these are special rules that Christopher Walken made up where it can just bounce on anything as long as it bounces once, which is fucking bullshit. Alexa, I'll tell you why it's bullshit. Please tell me, Mr. Ping Pong. The net is important for a very specific reason. You take away the net, you take away the table itself, and you say that you can play on any surface as long as it bounces once, right? All you've got to fucking do is as soon as the person serves it to you, you yeet that motherfucker straight behind you as far as you can because there's no table. And so the person is, there's no chance. Like, why do you have to continuously hit it towards them in that direction? It makes so no sense. <laughs> CJ really was really thinking about this. And meanwhile, I was thinking about how in high school, 
gym every year we would have a unit of ping pong where we just played ping pong during gym and my friend and I were really bad at it so we would play what we called extreme ping pong because we couldn't keep the balls on the table and so we would just kind of hit it to each other wherever it hit and nine times out of ten it was uh off walls and off floors because we were bad at ping pong there you go so that was another thing that that ticked me off in the movie they're they're going all over the place they go outside they go past the dead panda uh they they end up going on a bridge poor dead and panda. every time <laughs> christopher walken did have a good line where he's like talking about the panda and he's like do you know how hard it is to get a panda and then he's like panda might be dead i gotta be honest i don't know what it is <laughs> and i'm like <laughs> i don't know i don't know i don't know what it eats i'm like bamboo honey it's all over i almost said eucalyptus <laughs> <laughs> i think they also eat that i think they no uh, no 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 i think uh koalas yeah yeah this they eat bamboo and uh, there's a post-credit scene where Diedrich Baker goes to save the panda. And he goes, I don't even think the panda's real. <laughs> and so they're on this bridge, this rickety old bridge over, like, a river. and A rickety old bridge over a boiling lake of lava. Sorry, I had to I had to put a Shrek crow uh, in there. Uh, okay. And My brain is working too fast. No, no, you're good, brother. Time. And they're still wearing Ugh. these like weird suits of armor that, when you lose a shot, it already it, the game knows and it gives you volts of electricity that surge through your body. And apparently, at three, it's too much to handle. And Randy yeah. gets three, and he's still holding on, and he's gripping on the handle, and he's falling off, and and everyone else is saved on a boat below him, but he gets back up on the ta- on the on the bridge, because because. James Hong is like, you gotta remember, Christopher Walken never finished his training. And that half of the training, going back to that shitty montage that we had, the last half of the training was the backhand. (gasps) The backhand. CJ, gotta be honest, I couldn't tell the difference between the backhand and any other ping pong move they were doing. I mean, it was stupid. Because the backhand... I was like, isn't that just just ping pong move? Isn't that just hit ball? Yeah, but like, they were doing that shit the entire time, basically. Yeah. And so like, they exaggerated it for the last bit, and Christopher Walken reaches out for it and doesn't make it. He could have totally got it. He could have totally got <laughs> it. Christopher Walken made zero effort to make you know it what? look like... He couldn't get he it. He was wearing that clunky suit of armor, and he probably couldn't cross his arm completely over to the other side of his body. That's true. Yeah. That's true. And the worst part is that none of the balls were real. They were all CGI, so, like, they really could have made it look more like he could have missed it. But, like, he was so close. I was like, you could have you just tilted your hand. You look like you didn't even try. The balls being CGI really, really hit home. Yeah. No. So... I one of the fun facts I could say now is that um, they had like actual ping pong coaches, like previous Olympic like competitors who actually cameoed in the movie as the priest and the nun ping pong. Oh. that was the coaches. Yeah, so they coached people. They coached the actors, but the thing was like, yeah, the actors could maybe hit a ball every once in a while, but they were not olympic levels so they just kind of taught them how to how to move and how to like swing and then they added the balls later that's so good i found 
I found a cute little web page from the one guy who was one of the uh, coaches, and he posted a bunch of pictures of him and the other coach on set, and we're talking about how the actors did a great job, but still couldn't hit the balls. Adorable. <laughs> I was like, this is so cute. We get to the end of the movie. Christopher Walken falls into this river, and of course, because he's wearing this electrified suit of armor, he is just donezo. Dead yeah, in the water. Yeah, it doesn't even matter that like he got electrocuted so much once he gets to the water that electric suit goes Mm -hmm. and he gets zapped into oblivion and our man randy falls down into the boat where everyone else is and the day has been saved and two months later yes we get to the end it's it the 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 chinese restaurant that was vandalized before is now clean it's fresh i think it got turned into a professional ping pong studio instead now yes it's officially a ping pong school. and master wong cut with some assistance from maggie cuts the red ribbon and everyone's so happy and it's all wrapped up in a nice little bow yes and and that's the end that's the end who was that okay so we're getting towards the end of the movie and um Dude, I almost called George Lopez George Michael. George Michael. George, George Michael. George Lopez and the himbos and Maggie are like running towards a boat to get away. They're like, we got to get to the dock. So they get into the boat. And then there is this man who's with two other women. And he's like, you get out of the boat because this is me and the ladies boat. And then um, George Lopez, I guess, does he like bluffs about this cyanide pen Mm -hmm. and is like i could kill everybody and he's like so you better back up and then the guy kind of backs up and then he like falls off of the dock because the dock breaks and so george lopez is like get into the boat and then he saves like the one lady who didn't fall off the dock and he's like he's gonna be so mad get off get on the boat and drive away so then they they drive the boat away um who was that guy? Oh, I have absolutely no clue. We've never seen him before. CJ, he got a he got a credit in the credits. He got a freeze framed credit. Wait, he did? I didn't realize that. Yes, they freeze framed on his character and was like so and so. And I was maybe like, there's a deleted I scene because I, I have no clue who that man was. Scene or maybe he was like he's like a celebrity cameo of a person that I don't I didn't recognize. Because I was so confused. And again, I was like, is this something that I missed? Is this like one of his FBI friends? I could, uh, it was just some guy. It was just some it guy. It was just some guy. And the FBI, one of the FBI, I guess, directors that actually did have a role did not get a freeze framed credit. But that strange man did. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I'm so glad that you don't either, because <laughs> I was like... Yeah, we're both in the I in was the so lost. Here. I was so lost. I was so lost in a lot of this movie. Well, I that is the film. That is Balls of Fury. The combination, the Frankenstein amalgamation of a lot of other 2007 movies we've watched previously. Yeah, I'm... I also... <laughs> Have you ever watched well, what we do in the shadows? I've seen some of the TV show. I've never seen the movie. It's the TV show I'm going to reference. You ever see the Jackie Daytona episode? I, I don't remember. It's been a while. 
oh, this is the most iconic episode. So one of the vampires decides that he's going to run away from the vampire house. You don't have to know a lot about what we do in the shadows. But he is a, a distinguished British man from the 17 or 1800s. And he has a very thick British accent. So when he runs away, he decides to be this like folksy man from Pennsylvania. And his his fake name is Jackie Daytona. And all he does is put on a cowboy hat. And he's like, I'm Jackie Daytona. And everybody's like, ah, the folksy man from Pennsylvania. Of course. (laughs) So this whole movie... Randy's name is Randy Daytona, and the whole time I'm like, I'm Jackie Daytona, and it made me want to watch some better comedy. Yeah, that's really good. I like that. Jackie Daytona. I liked that. I realized that I just find bees very funny. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like doing this crazy, Randy's doing this crazy like training montage, and James Hong is like, now you're going to slap bugs from out of the air and randy's like what we're gonna slap flies out of the air and james hong goes no bees and then just drops a box of bees and runs out and the whole time i'm like i find bees hilarious i'm glad you like i love i'm bees. glad you enjoyed that bit i love yeah bees i just think the concept of bees is very funny bees are just a funny insect bees are a Funny they got insect. pointy butts. I, they got pointy butts. What am I gonna do when we when we watch the B movie? Oh, I'm gonna fuck. find it hilarious. You're gonna lose your I'm shit. Gonna, I'm gonna lose my shit. I liked that. I did like um the one creepy um oh the Maggie kept calling them table jockeys, which I thought was a fun word for like a ping pong douchebag. And so one of the table jockeys like they they kick him out and he's like all embarrassed and whatever so then he him and his friends destroy the ping pong store the ping pong studio and um they're like who did this and james hong is like it says so right on the wall and in chinese it just says eddie did this (laughs) it was eddie i liked i liked eddie did this um did i like anything else not particularly. I just, I really, I, oh, I loved, um, I just love Christopher Walken in general. I don't remember why he gave out his email, but his email is pradafan1 at gmail.com. All one word. Which could, all one word, and could absolutely be a real email. And part of me wonders, like, did people email pradafan1 at, like, did they have to get, did they, like, get that email just in case, like, so nobody else can I use hope it. that they just did not think about that at all. And when oh, the movie released, and- people just like this one random woman got <laughs> flooded with random crap. And real and the real Prada fan one was like, What's happening? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> well But aside from that, didn't care didn't 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 care. Didn't care for this. Alexa, I think it's time that we do some Amazon reviews, but before that Take a listen. Hey y'all, it's your girl Madeline Baez, and you're listening to not one, but season mother two of Bay with a Z podcast. Join me every Sunday and can't forget wine and weed Wednesdays. We're back, baby. Only on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and now YouTube. 
All right, Alexa, I think it's time for some Amazon one-star reviews. We have... We need us. We do. We need us. We really do. Every time my heart says to sing. (laughs) We have one review from June... That scares me. Every time you're like, we have one review, I'm like, what What does that mean? From June 11th, 2013. Kenya Starflight titled it one star and said, the title is too dumb and over the top to be a true comedy. Here's the review. Okay. Just to be clear, I did not watch this movie on my own volition. My brother just popped it in the DVD player one <laughs> evening while bored. I doubt I would have ever watched this movie had I been given a choice. While I like Christopher Walken, the title alone was enough to make me cringe. And the description on the back of the case made it seem like just another stupid comedy. I have nothing against comedic films, but my taste runs more towards The Gods Must Be Crazy, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and All of Me. Still, I didn't leave the room when the movie started, so I suppose in the end, curiosity overcame all else. Curiosity ended up proving fatal to the proverbial cat. I could literally feel myself growing stupider as I watched this. This has to be one of the worst films I've seen in my life. I'm all for humor and and exaggeration for the sake of humor, but this movie goes so far over the top that it stops being funny and ends up simply ridiculous. I find humor works better if exaggeration is used for jokes, not for the entire plot. Yada yada yada. And though it usually annoys me when people pull out the PC card in regards to a movie, I I can't help but wonder. Doesn't anyone think this movie's at least somewhat offensive towards the Chinese? Every Chinese person in this movie is a walking stereotype, and and the China scenes seem about as realistic as a Disney theme park, and I highly doubt they take ping pong this seriously in China. If you like stupid comedies such as Blades of Glory or Dodgeball, you might enjoy this movie. But I personally found it more stupid than funny, and will never watch it again. I'd recommend one of the movies mentioned in the opening paragraph of this review instead, or perhaps a Mel Brooks film. They may be over the top, but at least they're honest parodies instead of just a blatantly stupid comedy. I'm inclined to agree with this person, however, I don't like their hoity-toity attitude. Yes, that is is where I stand on that as well. So now I like the movie because they don't. Alexa, I do have a little bit of a surprise for you, though. Oh, okay. I know we normally read Amazon reviews, but okay. I also have a YouTube comment to read. <gasps> oh, please. Usually when I rent these from YouTube, they uh, don't allow comments, but this one did. Oh. There's not many comments, oh. but one stuck out to me it was made six months ago oh so recent the man's name is kevin's concealment all right kevin it's a picture of an older fellow 50s to 60s got a nice gray mustache oh good for him mr concealment kevin's concealment says clips from this have been appearing in my recommendations and it worked and i bought it and i'm glad i did it's kind of a classic even if i could be told to kill myself in 2020 for laughing at all the gay jokes <laughs> what? what isn't that such a great comment even if i'm told to kill myself even if i could be told to kill myself in 2020 for laughing at the gay jokes Ooh, this man's like, there's a chance that, I could Kevin? be 
maybe you know ostracized for laughing at gay jokes in 2020 and i like it even still because of that i you know what he is ready to face all opposition alexa and he's more than ready the thing about youtube comments is that you can click on the person and see what their channel is like Please, I'm so scared. My man Kevin <sighs> has six subscribers, about to be seven. Oh, yeah? He has six videos. Oh, no. And I will read to you just the titles of these videos. I'm so fearful. Kevin's Concealment Wallet Holster. <laughs> wallet Holster Pocket Protector. <laughs> Kevin's Gun Pack. How did Cargo I know? Pocket How did Preparation. I know? Prepping holster for use. And finally, cargo pocket fast draw holster. <laughs> Kevin's ready. Kevin's so fucking ready to stand his ground against all those who tell him to kill himself. <laughs> First of all, CJ, this would have been really, really helpful during your cargo short phase. <laughs> Listen, I'm clean. I'm clean off cargo shorts. I've never gone back. I've never gone back. And it's, it's funny because when you said the name Kevin's Concealment, I was like, why do I feel like he means like concealed carry guns? And then you were like, Kevin's Concealment Wallet. I was like... I don't have a good feeling about this. And then you were like, guns. And I was like, yep, there it is. There it is. Okay. Oh, CJ just made a very shocked Because I just so had just so happened to put my mouse over one of the thumbnails of the video. You know how it does like the little Please. preview silently? Yes. So it flashed up for me that there is a website. <gasps> no. Kevinsconcealment.com. CJ, no way. It's a good website. What? <laughs> what do you mean it's a good website? What do you mean it's a good, it's a website? good website? Get the fuck out of here. It's a good looking website. What do you website. mean it's a good website? Hold on. Hold on. Oh, God. The holsters you'll find here are a little different. In my own quest no. for carry options that worked for me, everything I found had shortcomings of some kind, so I created my own carry oh, options God. that actually worked for me, and now I offer them to you here. Oh, wow. He's a man of the people. He's got testimonials. Kevin's Concealment. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's already a series suggested website. It's, it's like, it's legit. This website's better than anything I could make. Uh, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. A new lifetime customer. Thank you for what you do and keep up the good work. I cannot believe this. Like. What does he have on his shop? He, you can buy Holster a lot. Holster making gun molds. There's something called a bob, a boberg, a boberg. They're for, they're honestly, they're reasonable prices too. I mean, I don't know anything. 
This is like, this is like, I'm sorry, Alexa, but you got an Etsy shop. This man's got a full ass website. I think he's beating you here. This man, this man has his own website. This man went on Squarespace.com. He's got a blog. He went, no, no. He's got a blog. His title of this blog is called Don't Walk Into Death Traps. (laughs) There's only one blog post. guns that he has for the for pocket holsters look like they're tiny guns from 1935 who's walking around with this oh he has another youtube channel what about yeah, what the one the one i found him was kevin's concealment but he has youtube videos embedded on his website to take you to k in his last name and it's and it, he has a different set of videos Oh Here he gosh. has impersonator alert, videos? Kevin's vertical gun pack, Kevin's wallet holsters, wallet holster pocket <gasps> protector, save your pants, gun pocket installation, concealed gun pocket installa- installs in your own pants, and toy chest ventilation. What? I don't like the toy this chest is... ventilation one. That one gives me bad vibes. What is a, what's a toy chest it's ventilation? It's poking holes in a chest and so that if someone was inside of it. I don't know. I don't no. know the reasoning. No, no. I think it's like for self, you know, protection rather than just in case somebody puts you into a toy chest. Oh man! And you need to ventilate. That's cursed. I'm afraid that Kevin's gonna find us. <sighs> he wait wait wait. He only just copyrighted it this year. What did you just say? It says he only just copyrighted Kevin's concealment holsters this year. His comment on YouTube is only six months old. Did he just appear out of thin air? He just appeared one day with his holsters. Kevin's wild then. In his pockets. Kevin. He takes so many different forms of payment. I don't understand YouTube comments because, like, there's clearly, like, bots, right? That comment just to comment. And I don't know why. I don't know why they do it. Because, like, this one just says, have your grandma pull the car around. (laughs) And it was from five years ago. And then someone six months ago replied to that comment saying, I love this movie. love youtube i don't look at youtube comments much but this is telling me i should more cj should i sign you up for for kevin's newsletter <laughs> no but you know who you should sign up oh <gasps> product yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> first name are you doing it chris christopher last name <laughs> I can Um, see Christopher Walken having a concealed carry. A hundred percent. The man is is way too um, eccentric. It would be a concealed carry, but when he takes it out, the gun itself would be like so gaudy and flashy. Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Bedazzled. Yeah. Sign up. (laughs) <laughs> thank you for joining our mailing list it's so funny 
That's so good. You're welcome. You're welcome. Ah, it's so fun. Well, Alexa, good. that's been Holy that's shit. been your Amazon one star reviews and YouTube comments. Holy shit. I don't know if my fun facts are <laughs> You did say a lot of them during during the first bit. I did, and I have so many more. <laughs> Alright. Uh, so I got a 21% on Rotten Tomatoes. I literally cannot find the budget of this movie anywhere. When I googled Balls of Fury budget, um, Google told me it was $2.39. I don't think that's correct. Um, it was from a angry review on Salon.com. So I'm assuming that that is not correct. But it did make $41.1 million. So I, I guess it was a success. Um, the director and the co-writer is Robert Ben Garrett or Garant. Uh, homeboy is busy. This man does not stop working. He is a director, a writer, a producer, and an actor, and a million other things as well. Sometimes a composer. The man is constantly working. Good for him. He's also the director of uh, Reno 911, both the show and the movie. And he's also done a lot of funnier die shit. He was the writer of Reno 911. Also, buddy. Him and Thomas Lennon were the writers of Night at the Museum 1 and 2. Oh, damn. As well as The Pacifier and Herbie Fully Loaded and a lot of sketch comedy. And also this dude wrote a horror movie, which I read the synopsis of and I didn't get it. But that's okay. I don't understand horror and it scares me. Uh, he's also a producer. He's produced a million things like uh, the show At Midnight and a bunch of other things. And also Reno 911. And he acted in Reno 911. And also Bob's Burgers. And he also has bit parts in some of his own movies with Thomas Lennon sometimes. The two of them are BFFs and they've been working since college together. Good for them. Um, it was also produced by, again, Thomas Lennon. Um, and... Uh, Roger Birnbaum and Gary Barber, Barber, two 2007 heavyweights, if you remember. They also, uh, produced things like Underdog, Blades of Glory, all that good shit. There's another one I can't remember off the top of my head. Should have wrote it down. Thought I would remember it. I don't. (laughs) They really worked. Let's get our... No, these guys had, I think, like, six movies that they produced in 2007 and four of them were our comedies incredible and two of them are yeah these these dudes are heavyweights i think this is the last comedy by them that we've done um connections uh dan fogler who plays randy he's in good luck chuck which we haven't seen yet the walkinator we already know hairspray in hairspray Thomas Lennon, we also have in Reno 911 and The Ten, which we still have to do. Terry Crews is in Who's Your Caddy? And Norbert. Oh. Haunts me. Haunts me. I don't remember him being in it. Uh, Patton Oswalt is in Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Um, David Kochner? Cochner? Still don't know how to say his name. We didn't talk about him, but he uh, is running the... Vegas strip sh- strip show, not a strip tease show. Like it's a show on the Vegas yeah. Strip, and he sings with a bird, and he's that actor that's also in like Anchorman and all the other. Thi- I could have sworn that he was in something that we have seen already, but I guess not. But he's also in Reno Nine. This is a big Reno Nine One One movie, um, and also a movie called The Comebacks, which is another um, spoof movie. Oh man, I've, I've never we heard have- of The Comebacks. Yeah, um, 
it's another spoof movie. We have so many spoof movies that aren't epic movie that CJ and I are actively avoiding. But every time we watch, we I do research on a movie, I find out that another one exists and came out in 2007. Um, and last but not least, Diedrich Baker was in Surf's Up. So that like I forgot very, that we're gonna have to uh, see Surf's Up. Surf's I've never up. seen the movie. And that I haven't either, but I do know that very famous TikTok audio that's like, these are my ladies, little Susie. That's him! I always thought that that was um, Will Arnett. Yeah, I did too. And then one day I, I wanted to find out what the audio was from. So I kept Googling, Will Arnett, these are my ladies. And I could not find anything. And then finally, I think I looked up like, these are my ladies TikTok. And they're like, surf's up. And I was like, that's definitely Will Arnett. Why isn't it coming up? I was incorrect. It's Deidre wow. Baker. They just sound very similar. Also, Deidre Baker is in BoJack Horseman, and he plays Judah. And doesn't sound like Will Arnett in that movie. I don't know. Um, also, found out, I've been... Buzz Lightyear of Star Command keeps coming into my life recently, and he was also in that. Completely forgot mm. about it. He plays Buzz's ex-partner. They were in love. Anyway, uh, not gonna go into that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's just my fan theory. Um, I also, I tried to find a lot about this movie. Um, I couldn't find a lot. I found, uh, a questionable source that had, like, interviews. Um, I wish we, I had the DVD because they have, like, a special, like, a little, like, uh, bonus feature that's called, like, the making of the balls or whatever. So I could get more insight, but I couldn't find, like, a rip of it online. But, uh, apparently... Uh, Thomas Lennon and uh, Robert Ben Garand were like uh, they once like saw this news article about like this ping pong player in China who literally like has to go out concealed because he's like a rock star because ping pong is really huge in China it's like they China continuously has like the most champions in ping pong Olympics and like it's like a really huge sport in China um, so they're ping pong olympic players are treated like rock stars over there so they were like oh like isn't that fun that we could like do a, a cool sexy action movie about ping pong but then also put kung fu in it because we like kung fu i don't know weird but uh christopher walken they cast and he came to the set a few days earlier before he was supposed to be called like just to watch them film it and then one day asked the two uh, directors slash writers to come into his trailer and he acted out the entire movie to them by himself and then was like, is that good? I'm sorry, what? He acted out the whole movie by himself and then was like, is this what you want? And they were like, yeah, thank you. Could you imagine going into Christopher Walken's trailer? He's like, I gotta, can I, can I show you guys something? And he goes into the trailer and then he just acts out your movie. Alexa, if that happened to us, I just, like, I feel like, I feel like my (laughs) face would hurt for having that stupid, like, shit-eating grin on it the entire time. What a magical time. That's an experience you can't get anywhere else. Like, that's a one-man show. Like, that's a fucking play that Christopher Walken has given to you of your own work that no one else is going to experience. No one else is going to experience that. 
They read your law. They they are reading the words that you put to paper. Wow, what a magical experience, and what a bizarre experience. Um, I wish I was blessed like that. Um, and now my favorite uh, fun fact: there was a video game tie-in. Wait, was it on the Wii? <laughs> on the Wii and the Nintendo DS, my oh friend. Oh my god. Oh boy. Oh boy. Let me tell you, I think I did more research about this video game than I did about this movie. I was so excited till I watched playthroughs, which were so painful. Holy shit. I loved it. I loved everything about this. So they had a video game tie-in. On the Wii and the Nintendo DS. The uh, Wii obviously used motion controls, but they were so terrible that the reviews were saying that you could literally do anything with your Wii remote and it would essentially work as a hit. Yeah, CJ's eyes are bugging out of his head. It's an ugly game. It's so ugly. And the story mode you can finish in 40 minutes. It's great. It's great. This one person on IGN gave it such a nasty review. Oh my gosh. Was calling it terrible. Was calling it ugly. Also, the movie's, the movie's website, when you were going, you know, back in the day, you could go on like ballsoffury.com and it would give you like cool desktop wallpapers <laughs> and stuff. It had a mini game. <laughs> It had a mini, it had a Bulls of Fury mini game on the website, and I tried everything I could, CJ, to get onto that website. It doesn't exist anymore. I was very upset I wanted to play the mini game. Apparently, the mini game was much more well received than the video game tie ins. How much would these um, video however, games be sold for on the market? $30 oh at God. the time of 2007. I'm watching, like, I, you could I'm get... watching a little bit of it, and it's just. You could get Mario Kart or Balls of Fury, the game. It's so bad. It's so ugly. It's so ugly. So the Wii got a 1.2 rating on IGN. But on the flip side, the Nintendo DS version got a 6.5 on IGN. I don't fucking know. Probably because it had no motion controls. But I don't know what what the appeal is. A 6.5. If you had just taken, like, a screenshot of what I'm looking at right now and asked me to tell you what <laughs> console it came from, I would say it's, like, the SNES. Like, it's bad. Uh, yeah, no, it's ugly. It's bad. It's, yeah. Like, it, I, don't e- I, I don't even know. I can't believe I didn't I know I had... That. I had the best time. Oh my god, wait, 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 wait. What, 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 what? Uh, um, so, while you were doing this, I just pulled up, I, I typed in Balls of Fury Wii, and I just clicked on, like, a review video, put it on mute, just to watch some of the clips of it, right? It's so ugly. And then I just decided to scroll down, just take a, just a little peek doodle at the comment section. <laughs> this yeah. comment... Is from six years ago, and it says, "Have your grandma pull the car around." What? Is it by the same person? Uh, I have to go back and check. 
seizures. <laughs> you can't do this to me. It's one o'clock in the morning. Balls I only of, live so, with one hold roommate. Hold on, I need to get, put back Balls of Fury, the movie. Balls, okay, no, I have to type in the full thing because it doesn't pop up. Okay, yes, the one I rented for $4.25. Thank you for reminding me. Um, oh, no. 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 Okay, so the one from the movie is five years ago when it's Roxy Mika. I'm going to go onto that channel. This one is from Place Placington and has a picture of a cat. Uh, it, was that like a reference to the movie? No. Wait. No, right? No. Wait. Wait. There. This has to mean something. Because 12 years ago, on the Balls of Fury Game Facts website, it's a there's a deleted um, post, so I can't see what it says, but it's titled, Have Your Grandma Pull the Car Around. <laughs> this has to be something. What is it? What? We just watched the movie. I don't know. There's no, there's no speaking of grandmas or cars in the movie. This is a grandmaless movie. Wait. Balls of Fury. So, so Roxy Mika's line. channel ha is pretty fucking weird. Oh my god, wait. It's a... It's a line from the movie! What line? When do they say that? It's a... He says it to Patton Oswalt right before he thinks he's gonna kick Patton Oswalt's oh, ass. Oh! Oh! I, for a moment, for a solid 90 seconds, CJ... Really thought that there was some sort of. I was losing it. I was losing it. Holy shit! So that's shit. a line from the movie that we just both forgot about. Yes. Oh, I was so scared. I was like, "This can't." I was gonna be flip happening. my lid, my man. I can't. Okay. 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 Everything's fine. Everything's okay. Everything's fine. I guess it's a meme that I'm not a Yeah, I'm, I'm not, not privy to. I'm not privy to because there's even like very recent pictures of like characters from from like Steven Universe that say have your grandma pull the car around. So this is a level of internet that I am not privy to. Well, I'm glad we figured it out or else that would have been left on a very eerie note. <gasps> a very eerie note wow good okay good great great do Hello. you have anything else for us or should we should we end it there um at one point in the movie when they're in the fbi room there's a picture of bush on the background and i was like oh bush was still president. indeed indeed that's the only thing i have i I feel crazy. The bang is starting to wear. And now off. you're gonna sleep. Uh no, I have other things to do. So you're gonna drink another bang? No, I don't have one, but I do have a leftover Starbucks. Oh my god! So. <laughs> my teeth are starting to vibrate. That's just a side effect of the mm -hmm. bang. Your teeth grow sentience. Yes, they do. They do, and then they start talking and singing. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. My shiny teeth that sparkle <laughs> just like a Christmas tree. My shiny teeth, I love them, and they all love me. What should I talk to you when I got 32? My shiny Woo! teeth, my shiny teeth, shiny teeth, shiny teeth, my shiny teeth.
I can't speak. <sighs> well, friends, um, thank you for listening. Thanks for coming on this journey. Thank you. Yeah. And thank, thank you. you, Gina, you rapscallion, you... I was also going to say It's because she's a fucking rapscallion. I don't know what to she's tell you. rapscallion. Thank you, Gina, for letting us use your song 20-something off your album Yellow. Yellow. It's yellow. It's not yellow. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> Thanks, thank Gina. You. Um, thank you. Listen to our new single. It's mm-hmm. called Lemon Drop. And, um, you know, follow her on Spotify. And, um, uh, you know, send her love. Not literally, you know, yeah. just like over the internet. Um, follow us on our socials at Every2007Comedy on Instagram and on Twitter. I just set up a fancy link tree mm-hmm. um, and put that in our little bio. I felt very proud of myself today. Um, yeah, follow those. Uh, leave some ratings and some reviewings on iTunes. We have a couple five-star reviews. Oh, word. On... Uh, on iTunes, there are no words in the reviews. They're just stars. But stars I'll take is good. Them, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, and you know, send us um your best Christopher Walken. Version. Oh, please do, and especially if it's in like please. text format. Please, I don't even know what to talk <laughs> like. I'm thrilled to find out. And don't forget to have your grandma pull the car around. <laughs> This episode was not sponsored by Kevin's Concealments. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll see. see. Back in 2007. <laughs> Back in 2007. Back in 2007, I was in a very famous TV show. I'm the walking lady. Oh, seven.